The offseason is almost over. Game week is right around the corner. And based off things that have happened during the offseason, my confidence in what the Buckeyes will be in the fall keeps going up. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, August 24th in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. During today's episode, we will answer this question Will the Buckeyes go undefeated in 2023? And our first edition during this football season of Stock Up and Stock Down. But before we get to any of that, I got to give a quick shout out to my mama today. It's her birthday, Carol Anita Bab Stevens. Yes, I've said your full government name, and I'm sure you won't be mad about that. Happy birthday, mom. I'm happy that you are my mom and uh, celebrate today. Go out there, have some fun, go out with your girls. Uh, hopefully my dad takes my mom out somewhere. I'm sure that he will, but happy birthday to my mom. As well as things being happy about a birthday, I'm happy about how I feel about this Ohio State football team going into this upcoming season. When I'm thinking about my confidence level about Ohio State and what they can be in the upcoming season, Ultimately, if it's on a scale of 1 to 10, I am not going 1 saying 1's the worst, 10's the best, and I'm going to say, oh, they're going, um, basically, they're going to be Colorado a year ago, go 1 and 11. I am not going there. And if I did make that type of statement, I think a lot of you out there would think Jay lost his mind. So, no, we're not going to go there during any portion of today's show. However, when I think about this team and the offense and the defense and the coaching staff and the support staff and the guys that will play special teams, things of that nature, things that make up the Buckeyes and what they can be. I am more confident in this year's team than I was in last year's team. Um, I'm not going to go back and say my, my confidence level is 2019 or 2015. I cannot go back that far and make that type of statement. Ultimately, I also think that would be a little idiotic of a statement to make just because there are questions about this team that we didn't have about 2019 or even about 2015. So that's why I'm not going there. I'm also not going super, super high and saying I am at an all-time high, undefeated, 15-0, beating the rival, beat winning the conference championship game, um, winning the national championship. I'm not going there. I'm probably at like an eight or eight and a half about how confident I am in this team. Now, I am very much an optimistic person. When it comes to analyzing the football, however, I am very much, as you guys know, in a wait-and-see mode with a lot of things. My confidence level in what they can be is probably at eight, eight and a half, maybe on the high end. Can't go seven and a half, can't go seven. I think that it's too low. When it comes to what's actually going to happen on the field and projecting things undefeated, um, accomplishing all their goals, things of that nature, I can't go, I can't really speculate all that stuff this early in the show because some of that stuff is coming up later it's also a thing where I am kind of wanting to see what's going to happen what's going to happen with Ryan Day the play calling what's going to happen with the defense and this may be one year maybe the first year since I've been hosting this podcast that I'm actually thinking that the defense is going to be 
a force on the field, down in, down out, day in, day out, drive after drive. I really think this defense is loaded with talent. I'm not talking about like the depth pieces. I mean, just your 11 starters. D tackles, two D tackles, two D ends, two linebackers, five DBs. I literally think this defense this year, we're looking at a team and a unit that can be a force. That could be a unit that can be a team that is someone that you're looking at and saying, hey, preseason watch list, who's out there? Buckeyes are all over them. Who might not be on the watch list right now that in the future can make some noise and get a lot of attention? There are a lot of guys out there at Ohio State that can do that. You're high on C.J. Hicks. I'm high on C.J. Hicks. Are you high on Still Chambers? I'm high on Still Chambers. Are you high on Ike? I'm high on Ike. Got to throw Eichenberg in there. My wife is probably listening. If I don't throw her favorite player in there, she I'll probably hear it at the end of the show um, in a joking matter, kind of. But I'm high on the defense. A lot of the questions to me, though, they might be offensively. But with Ryan Day's track record of developing a quarterback, with Brian Hartline's track record of developing receivers, with their minds together, I honestly think the offense is going to be really, really good. I can't say elite. Like, I'm not going to say, like, they're going to average um, 260 on the ground and 275 in the air. Like, I am not going that far yet. Or 300 through the air and 260 on the ground. Like, those are elite type of – like, if you can average 300, 325 in the air and then average 250, 260 collectively as a unit in the, on, the, on the ground, that's stuff you don't normally see. So I'm not going that far. But the possibilities are there. I am confident that now that we see the offensive line, it's probably going to be Jimmy Simmons to Donovan Jackson to Carson, Carson Hensman to Matthew Jones to Joshua Fryer left to right. Hearing that freshman Luke Montgomery might is going to play. Is he going to rotate with Fryer during certain games? We're going to see. But ultimately, I am confident. I am confident for uh, things with this unit on offense. When it comes to the running backs, that might be now, – now, offensively, i most excited about and confident in the receivers. Running backs are number two. Like, I have no questions about this unit. Only question is, do they stay healthy? If they stay healthy, my confidence level with them is up with the receivers. Like, you're looking at a guy or a unit that's going to be all Big Ten, have an all Big Ten player, possibly a, uh All-American, or, I mean, literally, a receiver, same thing. So I'm confident in this team. I'm confident in the coaching staff, which may be something that I need to maybe reevaluate middle of the season after the bye week. But I'm not going to go there yet and say I need to reevaluate that. No, I I firmly believe that Ryan Day has put a staff together that can get the job done. Game in, game out, day after day in practice. I believe in all of them. So my optimistic nature comes out a lot in life. When it comes to analyzing the football, I take a different approach a lot of times. Sometimes I'm a little too negative. I'll just be honest there. But ultimately, with this team, with this unit this year, I believe that when we get down to it, middle of October, beginning of November, we're looking at a team that we're saying, hey, they can win the conference. Like Even if, even if things don't go well all the way through October, we're still looking at a team that says, hey, they can have one loss and win the conference they can have one loss and still make the playoff. They can have one loss and still win the Natty. Going undefeated is hard. It can happen at Ohio State this year. It could also not happen and them accomplish all their goals in the fall, which all are beat your rival, the team up north, win the conference championship. 
win the Natty. Those are the goals, and all three are attainable, and oh, there's a way for them to achieve all of them in the upcoming season. They can achieve all their goals and still not win all of their games. Will the Buckeyes go undefeated in the fall? We tackle this question next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guarantee Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look to the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen every single day. The two-part Ultimate College Football Preview is live on Locked on Buckeyes. Yours truly was a part of the big picture college football playoff preview edition discussing what the Buckeyes make the playoffs. Who is the favorite to win the national championship? Who are teams that may be sleeper teams to make the CFP at the end of the season? Locked on Buckeyes. You can find the show on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your fine podcast. That's the same place you can find the ultimate college football preview, which is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, Every day. Ohio State is a team. Now, when I think about if they'll go undefeated at the end of the season, I always want to say yes. I'm not going to lie to you. I want to come on here and say, yeah, they're going to win the Natty. Like They're going to go undefeated. Um, they're going to do all, the, all those things. I, I can't say that. One thing I have learned during my time of being an Ohio State analyst and just a college football fan and analyst as well, it's hard going undefeated, man. It's really 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 hard a lot of things have to go your way but also if they you have to capitalize on opportunities when they are right in front of you and so when it comes to when it comes to um ohio state and them going undefeated their schedule is mapped out (laughs) it's not as easy as you might think this is not one of those years that when you look at ohio state's schedule you're saying oh yeah they, they got this oh yeah they could do it they can do it. I can't say they got this. This schedule is not as easy as Michigan's. Doing it out there. Schedule's easy. Talk to any Michigan analyst or writer or podcaster. They will tell you the same thing. This schedule's easy. Ohio State in the first month of the season plays the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. In the month of October, they play Penn State at home and go on the road to Wisconsin. In the month of November, they have uh, a game against Michigan State in prime time, and I don't know what to expect with the Spartans, so that one could be tough. You follow it up with the home game against Minnesota, which could be kind of a trap game, might not be. P.J. Flex teams normally play good football, but I'm just not sure exactly where they're going to fall. Then you got the game against Michigan on November 25th. So the schedule is mapped out for them to have numerous tests. First month, Notre Dame test. Now, I'm not going to put stock and say, 
you're playing a Big Ten opponent week one. That's going to be tricky. That's hard. The road test is going to be a little difficult. Like, I'm not going to say, like, um, going on the road is going to be hard. Like, that is a challenge no matter what. It's Indiana. You should beat them down. No questions asked. And so when you think about that, you think, great, that is exactly how things are going to go um, for the Buckeyes week one, week two, week three. Like, that should be easy. But when you look at the rest of the schedule, I am not confident saying the Buckeyes will go undefeated in the fall. I think that that's a, that is something that is a very important topic, but also something that a lot of people in college football, those say, hey, man, I'd rather you not pit, predict an undefeated season than you predict one. Ohio State's over-under right now, um, last I checked, was at 10.5 wins on the season. I'm going with the over of 11, which is, even then is still a little tricky because you think about you play Penn State at home and have to follow it up with the game to Camp Randall by 80,000 people. And my cousin has been to the stadium, and she told me that stadium rocks, it shakes, it moves. Buddy, like I love the wild atmospheres, but a stadium rocking and shaking and doing all. Hey, man, I'd be a little bit nervous if I was at a stand as a, as a fan. I'm just to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm a Wisconsin fan or a Buckeye fan or just a fan of the sport. I might be a little bit nervous. And so when it comes to Ohio State going undefeated, I am more on the no side than the yes side. If you were to answer me, uh, if you're, you're a poll in front of me, will Ohio State go undefeated? I am going to say no, probably nine times out of ten. 2015 was one of those years, more so than 2019, because Justin Fields was the new quarterback, and I didn't really know what to expect. 2015 was one of those years that if the coaches didn't get in their own way, you probably have back-to-back national championship winning teams. 2014, 2015, just being realistic. That game against Michigan State, the coaches got in the way. Even with the, the weird, abnormal quarterback situation, quarterback battle that went into the season, it really didn't get resolved. If you throw that out the window, you're looking at a team that's probably going and winning the natty in 2015 because there's too much talent for them not to make that happen. So I am going on a no side with this question, and it's primarily because after the bye week, there is a, I normally say a five-game stretch, but I'm going to make it a four-game stretch where you have Maryland on October 7th, which is the homecoming game, either 1230 or middle of the afternoon kickoff. You go on the road after that and playing Purdue. Okay, that is, is one of those games in West Lafayette. It's probably going to be a blackout for Purdue. It, pro- it might be a night game. I am not going to say it's going to be 2018 all over again. However, that's going to be a wild environment. Even though I think the Buckeyes win, you follow it up with the home game against Penn State, which to me might be the toughest game on the schedule. I, I, just saying. If you want me to come out here and say, will it be Michigan? Now, Michigan's going to be the most intense game. Um, So many things riding on that. But just the football on the field outside of the um, other things that go into it, that game's going to be tough, man. Penn State's really, really, really good. And with the way the the game went last year and the Buckeyes having the phenomenal final nine minutes of the game to come back and win, they're going to try to come to Columbus and make things shake in their favor. But then at... Wisconsin the following week after the Penn State game in Camp Randall. I believe that one is a night game on NBC that has already been slated. Now that could change um, if scheduling changes and things like that. But as it stands right now, if things don't get flexed, that would is in prime time. I'm here for it. And I'm also here to just be realistic with you. 
I can't come out here and say the Buckeyes are going to go undefeated. I would love to, love to, but your boy cannot make that claim right now. Stock up, stock down is a staple of last year, normally every Wednesday, but with this being the last solo show of the week, because we got a guest coming on the show tomorrow to discuss the things about Ohio State Michigan later this season. Stock up, stock down for the first time at the end of the offseason makes its return today. Stock up, stop down, stock down three on the offs, three for stock up, three for stock down. We tackle all that next on Locked On Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnCollege. This episode is also brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top of the top of the line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, check out Billiards Plus. They have exactly what you have been looking for. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Alhassen, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus. Top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis Sandler Griddle. That will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stay in the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at Billiards-Plus.com. Billiards Plus, family-owned and operated for generations. I am a person that doesn't normally hop on trends or do things that other shows do all the time. There's an Ohio State podcast. Um, currently, it is uh, the the podcast um, daily format. Um, Austin Ward, Bill Landis, Jeremy Birmingham, and they even added Doug Lamarice to the feed as well. And a Kings of Columbus show that he is hosting himself. I've heard them do stock up, stock down weekly. And I was like, I don't know. A lot of people do it. I don't want to hop on the trend. I'm not really sure if this is something I want to do. But then when I looked at it, I said, wait, this is good, easy material that we can tackle every single week. And as this being the final week of the offseason, why not start it now? Stock up, stock down, three for the stock up, three for the stock down. The first one for stock up is two players that are combined for Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. For this competition to be so fierce to be so intense for ryan day to say a lot of the same things but even praise both as this competition goes on i have to say stock up stock down and i can even put a little bit higher for devin brown but i have to do the same thing for kyle mccord devin brown got hurt earlier in the offseason and i thought hey 
Kyle McCord was going to win it, but that was ultimately going to push down Devin Brown because he missed four, maybe six weeks of throwing time and time to be out there physically throwing the football. That time may have helped him. I don't know, but I have to I have to put stock up with these quarterbacks. I don't believe Ryan Day would speak so highly of them if they were not talented young men ready to potentially be called QB1 at Ohio State. Stock up on those two guys. The next one is Sonny. I'm combining a couple. Uh, is Sonny Styles, a guy in the second year who it, realistically, school calendar wise, if he did not reclassify, he would be a true freshman. He has already solidified himself as a player who's going to start for the Buckeyes defense in the fall. That's huge. I don't know what to expect from Sonny Styles. I see the six foot four frame, 230 pound frame. I see that. I hear the good things. All of that stuff. I saw him almost make a big play in the spring game. I, I see all these things. But for Jim Knowles, when he's behind that podium to consistently praise Sonny Styles, I have to say stock up for that young man. Stock up also for a couple incoming guys, new guys to the team that people keep praising about. One of them being Jimmy Simmons, San Diego State transfer. Probably going to be the starting left tackle uh, against Indiana and going forward. He was someone that in the offseason I said, hey, you bring him in. If he's not going to start, he's going to compete for a starting role. He competed, and it sounds like he won. Jimmy, excuse me, Josh, Josh Simmons. We got a report that he wanted to be called Jimmy Simmons, and then I believe that a coach, Ryan Day, came to the podium and said, no, he wants to go by Josh. I'm as confused as you are. Let's just call him Joshua Simmons. Jimmy I got Jimmy on the paper. Then I reminded that that's not what he goes by. Josh Simmons, stock up for you. And I say incoming guys because I combined them. Carnell Tate. Marvin Harrison Jr. recently praised this young man and said, Carnell Tate is where I is currently where it's where he current where where Carnell Tate currently is, is where Marvin Harrison Jr. was going into a sophomore campaign a couple years ago. So when you think about basically a year ago, when you think about that statement and Brian Hartline, Ryan Day, and the other coaches constantly praising this young man who enrolled in the – buddy, buddy, amen, or was it Brandon Anderson? I forget what they enrolled, but those two guys together, my goodness. And the fact that all four wide receivers have already lost their black stripe prior to the start of this week of fall camp, huge. Like, congratulations to all these guys, because I'm sitting here like, hey, I'm happy with the, with what's going on at Ohio State. Let's go down to the negative side. And the first one really isn't that negative. It's just more something that I would like to have in stock down on the unresolved quarterback competition. Now, I said it earlier. I'm not thinking this. I don't think this is 2015. I don't think that. I do, however, think that with the quarterback battle, I personally, this is a personal thing for me, I personally would love for this thing to be resolved and for it to be made public so we can start diving into what Ohio State's QB1 might be in the fall. I would love that. I would love it. But we don't always get what we want stuck down on the unresolved quarterback battle. Unstocked down on Joshua Proctor, possibly not starting or being a big piece of the rotation in the fall. Sonny Styles and Latham Ransom have already solidified in one starting roles. Is the other one going to go to Jihad Carter, Malik Hartford, uh, Cam Martinez? Yes, Malik Hartford's a freshman, but that young man is <laughs> talented. Joshua Proctor, man, I was hoping, hoping, hoping this was going to be the year. No. <laughs> you got a transfer in. You got a guy who reclassified who's going to be starting this year. 
Like, hey, man, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. Maybe those injuries got the best of him, unfortunately. Maybe he just never tapped into all of his potential. Whatever it is, stock down, unfortunately, on Joshua Proctor on what his role, I projected his role to be in the fall. It's not going to be that. Stock wants another pet peeve. Stock down on waiting on the Buckeyes to play a game. Now, I get it. I don't think the Buckeyes normally play in week zero. Can we change that? I mean, like, can we find a way to change that? I mean, if you got to go to the other side of the pond to play a game, can, can we just find a way to play, to change that? Play in week zero, have off week one, and get a longer Labor Day weekend. Can we just find a way to change this? Because I'm ready for Buckeye football. I'm ready to see the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receivers, the D-line. I, I'm ready for Buckeye football. I'm ready to have a college football Saturday. We're on college game day. Even though ESPN does not have a contract with the Big Ten, they're still going to talk about the Buckeyes. They're still going to talk about Kyle McCord, Ryan Day, and others. Why? It's just what they do. It's what you have to do to cover the sport. So I'm tired of waiting. I'm being a little impatient, but I'm sure you might be as well. Stock up, stock down. First edition of the of the season, first offseason. Then we're going to be talking about more of that. Stock down week one going into the game September 2nd, about a week and a half from now against the Indiana Hoosiers out of here on a Thursday. One more day, one more show left this week. You don't want to miss it. We're talking Ohio State and Michigan tomorrow. You mentioned that, and everybody is more tuned into what's coming out of your mouth. Also, next week, looking to get ready and ramp up game week prep. Trying to schedule another big interview for next week. You don't want to miss who this individual is that might be featured on the show early next week. As always, you can follow me on X. Twitter at jstevens07. Send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Thursday. One more day left, guys. I'll see you next time.